It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Break the Apocalypse podcast. This is your weekly look at the hellscape that we find ourselves living in for a good while now. My name is John Draper. Joining me on the voyage to infinity is Shaheen. Shaheen, happy weekly apocalypse. Thank you, sir. I'm trying to escape the apocalypse, man. I feel like I'm getting closer and closer. I'm, I'm somewhat happy. No. You know? No. We're no. going to try to... <laughs> We're going to try to put an end to that tonight once and for all. <laughs> and, of course, the king of the Midwest, the Duke of Burlington himself, Mr. B. Show Brian. B. Show Brian, happy weekly apocalypse. Happy apocalypse, guys. Um, I don't know about that being happy shit, Shaw. That's not on brand. Yeah. You got yeah. to uh, darken it up a little bit, man. Come on. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm too dark, I think. <laughs> the fact that I have to admit that I watch disturbing movies to make sure my my emotions are alive, I think I'm, I'm dark enough, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah I haven't I laughed mean, in like years. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll try to see what we can do about that tonight. We'll set the we're gonna set the bar high. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to keep you on a nice even keel. But uh for the people joining us for the first time, welcome. We appreciate you checking us out. It means the world to us. Uh, but a little program note early, you do not get the full show. Unfortunately, that would just be ludicrous. Uh, you have to go to patreon.com backslash break the app for the inflation busting. Only thing most people in America can currently afford right now price of just $5. $5 gets you hundreds of hours of unedited uh, uh, hilarity. Uh, including bonus shows. There's uh, exclusive content, things like Q&A shows, theme shows, holiday shows, solo shows, apocalyptic democracy. Shah, they get it all for an affordable price. Very affordable. Two oranges. Two naval oranges? Blood oranges. Oh, blood oranges, blood oranges. Fancy yeah, I, it is an affordable price, isn't it, B-Show? You know a little thing about the money there. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like when the apocalypse happens and we're bartering for gasoline, we'll still be the most affordable podcast around because we'll still be five dollars. Do you think do you think the new version of Mad Max is just going to be people listening to five dollar podcasts because that's the only thing they can afford? It's just going to be like a live <laughs> shot of like Manhattan, you know? Yeah, that, like a jumbotron in like, you know, Gillette Stadium or something. It's just podcasts because it's yeah. the only thing people have access to. Yeah, it's like that scene in Escape from New York when Snake Plissken fights uh, what's his name, Ox Baker. Baker except oh. everyone's just sitting at a table podcasting. Yeah, yeah, it'll just yeah, that's the real that, that's the real apocalypse. But we would love for you to join us over there. We got a great group of people been with us since day one. Quite a few of them, people coming and going, people jumping on board, people staying. Uh, so thank you to all of the loyal Patreon people, past and present. We're going to be thanking the current Patreon members towards the end of the program. But you really want to go to Patreon.com backslash break the app we we are constantly doing uh different things over there aren't we Shane? yes sir and you got a solo show coming up so that should be interesting i do i we're do I, about I your have long 
fucking ball sack for two hours. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, long balls Draper. There's so many different things I want to talk about on that show. I haven't decided yet, but uh, I'm excited. Uh, we really do appreciate the support. Uh, all three of us uh, genuinely, genuinely uh, recognize uh, the coolness of having such a cool, supportive group of people listening to us on the Patreon. And, of course, all of you on the free. We appreciate that, too. And uh, hopefully you can check us out on the Patreon. We feel like once you get in there, it's kind of like crack. You know, the first one's sort of free, you know, and then uh, we're just going to, you know, you just have to keep paying for it. But, uh, wow, what an interesting week. We're actually recording a little early this week. I am actually venturing out of my house again, which uh, I don't do that often, believe it or not. I'm very homebody-ish these days. And uh, I'm checking out a very big show. Uh, the tour is just starting. We'll give a little shout out to our good friends over at the band Sick of It All, touring with uh, Life of Agony. That's a pretty big tour in the hardcore world there. They're doing a co-headlining tour, uh, I think, for the whole month. And they're kicking it off in my hometown. So that's where I'll be this week. Uh, and if you're a fan of those bands, uh, this is something you're going to want to uh, check out. I don't think they've ever toured before in the 30 plus years they've both been in existence. And uh, it should be a fun, fun show. So I'll probably have a little report on that next week. But uh, interesting week, guys. A lot going on in the world of entertainment. There's quite a few different things happening in the world of entertainment. Uh, one thing that was kind of uh, the bigger story of the week in the world of entertainment was this week, guys, uh, breaking his long silence. Uh, assault victim uh, Chris Rock. Uh, for those of you uh, that aren't familiar with uh, his, his, his assault, uh, we're coming up on almost a year to the day, guys that uh, the slap heard around the world, not since Steven slapped Irene on the real world, has a slap uh, really, uh, you know, wrapped up everybody's uh, sort of interest there. Shah, do you remember the original slap from, how, from, from Will Smith? How could I forget, man? That was the last win that Philadelphia had over Brooklyn or New York Oof. in general. Oof. You know, that is true, even though they both probably live in L.A. Chris yeah. Rock lives. in but, but to be fair, though, I wouldn't call him a victim because even in that special, he said he's not a victim. He doesn't want to be known. as. Yeah, a that is true. That is true. I mean, he was assaulted. B show. Do you remember where you were that day when you heard of the slap heard around the world? Were you there when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face? It's become yeah. spiritual now. I mean, it's yeah. a religious thing. Well, it's like Harambe, you know, it, is a bit of, it does that. have a Harambe qualities to it, actually, as far as memeing goes. I think it actually probably Shaw, Would you think Harambe had better or bigger memes than Will Smith getting uh, slapping Chris Rock in the face? Well, the, the Harambe ones bothered me because I actually like felt bad. Of course. You know, like that was that was like a sensitive topic for me. And I saw a lot of jokes. I actually unfriended a lot of people over that shit, man, because they would just drag it on for months. I was like, dude, like, what the yeah. fuck, man? Let what it go. year was that shot? Do you remember? Was it 2017? No, Dicks out for Harambe? Uh, let me. Harambe. Dicks out for man. Harambe. Who, who could forget Dicks out for Harambe? I mean, that was that was kind of a big deal. Uh, uh, 2016. Know. Yeah. 2016. 2016. OK, yeah, I was a little close to that. Yeah, so, yeah, people. So. Chris Rock, uh, for people that forgot that have lives uh, on the Oscars live, which is watched gen generally by the globe, somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 million people live watch the Oscars all over the world, literally. Um, so it's not like a thing where like you can say, hey, nobody saw it. Uh, Will Smith, uh, an hour you know, before he gets the highest honor in his field there, uh, slapped Chris Rock up. Uh, 
you know, in front of everybody for making a joke about his wife and boy, everything sort of blew up from there. Uh, it, it sort of, uh, it sort of became a very polarizing topic. There were most people obviously on the side of Chris Rock, but there were people, if let's not forget guys, there were a lot of people that were empathetic towards the plight of the alopecia ridden Jada Pinkett Smith. You remember that Shaheen? Yeah, man. And as a bold man, that should, that should annoy the hell out of me, honestly. Yeah. Cause, uh, I thought the sensitivity was just overload, man. That was that was one of the one few times that I can recall that I literally just wanted to fucking, you know, I, I was losing my shit. Because, yeah. uh, you know, when it comes to men, people people make fun of us all the time. Nobody gives a shit. Yes, nobody cares. Look, make fun of yeah. bald men all the time. It doesn't yeah. matter. How long have you been bald? You've been bald quite a while for a yeah, young guy. Mid-20s. I think 25, Oof. 26. I've shaved I, I held yeah. on to 29 at least. No, show, I shaved you it off hair. before 29, yeah. You shaved it off. Yeah, I remember 30, my 30th birthday, my, my buddy Joe shaved my head right in his kitchen. Uh, B-Show. Do you remember all the controversy where you were? Do you remember, you know, uh, you know, you had to choose. It was kind of like, you know, you had to, it was kind of like you had to be Gryffindor or whatever the fuck, uh, Slytherin, whatever the, 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 the Harry Twatter shit is. But do you remember how polarizing this became this conversation? We did discuss it. Yeah, man. I think it was torn between like, you have to stand up for Jada and Will is the hero. And then it was like, no, he's a piece of shit. And he let a bunch of other people talk about his wife before doing anything. And then there was a good point, um, not to bury the lead, but uh, I think even Chris Rock said it. He was like, she said I shouldn't host the, the Oscars or the Grammys or something a yes. year before. And it, it all started then. So it was kind of funny how everyone broke out into their their tribal camps like right away when there was a lot more going on than anyone wanted well, to admit. Also, the aftermath of that the next morning was fucking brutal on social oh, yeah. media because every woman in their 20s and early 30s was just saying, this is the type of man that I want. Unless this is the type of man I have, I'm going to leave you. And it's like, Yo, yeah, this is they were this... they were also treating alopecia like it was stage four cancer. Right, like it was cancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it was like late stage AIDS. Sarah McLaughlin yeah. showed up with a dog. Yeah, yeah, she in really the arms did. Arms of I mean, alopecia. Yeah, you saw Jada like, you know, behind the fence crying. Um, so anyway, yeah. So, you know, look, the, a year has gone by. It's still a big topic and it's back in the news again because this week Chris Rock dropped his Netflix special of the tour that he was going on at that time that he had just sort of announced that he was going on. I believe it's called Selective Outrage on Netflix. Now, I will say this. Uh, we're going to get everybody's opinions here naturally, but I am a pretty big Chris Rock fan. I haven't watched the new special uh, just because I just have not had motherfucking time. But I'm a pretty big fan. I've always been a big fan. I've always found him to be uh, sort of, you know, in the top tier of his comedy. Uh, clearly, he has two or three specials that are just kind of unfuck with the bull that everybody will fucking, you know, talk about for the next 20, 30 years. And also, you know, he's got, you know, he's a very cool dude. I mean, he's a Brooklyn guy and he's, you know, he's, he's kind of been around for a long, like you guys have known who Chris Rock is forever. I mean, I remember Chris Rock when he was uh, on Saturday Night Live and doing New Jack City and fucking, he had the Chris Rock show. Did you guys ever watch the Chris Rock show on HBO? Or is that way before your time? No, that was actually the first uh, exposure I had to Chris Rock. Because during Rich that out. time, I was like a horny teenager, so I was watching like Real Sex on HBO, and I was like jacking off to that shit, dude. Yeah. So Chris Rock's specials would come on. You know, his show would come on. Were um, you rubbing one bar. out to Taxi Cab Confessionals? 
I think I have before, honestly. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I think I have, yeah. Yeah. They would have yeah. the strip club scenes, you know? So they would have some nice Oh, things. and the, uh, what about hookers at the point? No, that was gross. That shit was gross. Yeah, because they all they all that. sort of they all sort of looked like Biggie. Yeah, they were uh, correct. You know, yeah. They they yeah, they looked like Yo, a that, was, that was the era of HBO though, the down and dirty fucking Oh I yeah. Those shows, they had uh, they, they had that that sitcom where the the horny guy was like divorced. Like get a life or something. Life goes on or something. It was real. Larry Sanders show with uh, that was Gary Shandling. B show. Were you a fan of the old HBO there back in the day? I didn't have HBO as a kid, so for jerking off, I had to settle for that like PG show undressed on MTV on late night. You were you were rubbing one out to MTV shows? Yeah, it was it was like their try to compete with Skinamax like after hours, but nothing they ever did? really happened. Yeah, it was like a cock tease type of thing. So it's kind of lame, but that's that's all I had. That and scrambled porn. So wow, wow. Yeah. Well, well. Anyway, so I I'm a big Chris Rock. Like I love Chris Rock. He's great. He's funny. His TV show uh, was very good. Uh, I remember watching Everybody Hates Chris uh, for a little bit. That was actually quite funny. And I knew the neighborhood that was based on. It was based on Garrison Beach, Brooklyn. Which, uh, you know, spoiler alert super racist area super whiskey tango i mean i went to high school on the border of that and the projects and those kids were fucking those kids from that area they they didn't like italians i mean like i like that's how trashy it was very like kentucky-ish it was like a kentucky border there this guy and chris rock was bust there from like brownsville or some shit i can only imagine what that was like so i'm a i'm a huge fan of chris rock i think he's amazing uh, and I clearly was team Chris Rock from the slap. I've never really had strong feelings about Will Smith. I always thought he seemed like a very decent human being. Uh, his music is for like, you know, small children, but you know, his wife, all the, be it very attractive woman there. Uh, she was hot and menace to society. That was a long time ago. And she's like one of these wacky people that like thinks they're more smarter than they are. And I never understood why people took her so seriously. So anyway, uh, Chris Rock finally, uh, you know, answers back to the slap. And he went pretty hard. He went hard in the paint, um, you know, uh, with what he said about um, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith there. I mean, he kind of had to. didn't? Don't you think so, B-Show? He kind of had no choice. Yeah, he had people calling him, I don't want to say calling him a pussy, but for like a year, like, why don't you say anything? Why didn't you fight him back? And it's like, right. You know, what are you going to do? Like he said, he played Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. Yeah. That was yeah. a good line, and it sums it up, yeah. man. Like, what's Chris Rock going to do? But he hit him where it hurts. He came out, he was honest, yeah. and he – I can't play the clip because the audio is all taken down now from YouTube. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so so for people who haven't seen it, the clips were out there. Are they on Facebook possibly now, guys? Do we know? Shot yeah, I found it on Facebook today earlier. The so, video yeah, was I mean, up, but the audio wasn't working. Well, it's like a seven-minute clip. There's a lot of good stuff there. So – but but shot. I mean, he had to come back hard in the paint, don't you think? I mean, he had no choice. He had to come out. Yeah, mean. I mean, again, he's one of my least favorite comedians out there. So like, I'm I'm biased. I don't I don't find Will Smith funny, other than like Fresh Prince yeah. has has a soft spot in my heart. But of course, like, for everybody, not really a big too. Will Smith I, I, guy. And I'm like bigger and blacker. From not even the Philly. Not even the Philly huh? thing. That doesn't. That doesn't. I mean, again, Fresh Prince. Yeah, like the roots right. to that obviously has sentimental value to me growing up of course other than that i can't say i'm like a big will smith fan you know Mm -hmm. um i don't think chris rock could have done anything else i think i think he played chess like he got 
smacked at the Grammys. It was at the Grammys, right? The Academy Awards, yo. Yeah, Academy Awards. Like, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is the guy? He's not supposed to throw hands with him on, on yeah. stage because that, that's a bad look for him. Like, he's thinking about the future of his career. Well, yeah. So, secondly, everything in 2023, if you have some kind of clout and some kind of, like, you know, following, you're going to want to monetize any kind of drama that's happening to you. So... No one's going to immediately go on Twitter and start ranting and giving that away for free. So, of course, he's going to wait. He's going to eat. If he had a podcast, I'm sure he would have done it on the oh podcast because the downloads would have been crazy and he would have got paid. Oh, my so God. Netflix probably threw money at him and he waited till the money made sense. He was That's probably a couple million dollars smack that he took. You know what I mean? Like that made a shit ton of money for him, probably. Yeah, so I'm I sure think, he got. I think yeah. it was it was definitely strategic. You know, like he's he's, yeah. he's not a dumb guy. Yeah, no, he's certainly not a dumb guy. And, you know, for people that haven't seen it yet, you know, unfortunately, like the clips are getting taken down left and right, but they were everywhere. He basically addresses it towards the end of his special. All right. At the very end, the last like seven minutes. But he goes deep. So for people that don't know, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith admitted, I guess, on her Internet show, whatever, that she was fucking one of the the kids' friends. A, a singer named Austin. What's that kid's name, Shaw? The singer, the R&B singer? Austin something? You know what I'm talking uh, about? No. Austin? She, yeah, the kid, the guy she fucked. So, so. Oh, and, it's not Austin. I know, it is I Austin. No, something it's, Austin. It's, it's August. Uh, August. Austin. Yeah, August. Yeah, okay. I thought it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, that would have been great if she fucked Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know? There's two bald heads rubbing together. Yeah, fuck your wife. Hell yeah. Like that would have been amazing. The like, sweat and you know, drip on fucking. And that's sweat. the bottom line. Uh, so it would have been great if she fucked Stone Cold Steve Austin, but instead she fucked some twenty-something-year-old kid who was living in their house, who I guess was trying to get a music career. I think he was recovering too. I think I'm pretty sure he was like an addict or something. Yeah, he was like a druggie who was yeah. friends with the older son, her stepson, or possibly her son. I don't know. He's got. They got a bunch of kids, and uh, and she fucked the dude. And then she had a, a sit down, like a, a special where she talked about that. She fucked the dude and Will Smith had to sit there and like, listen to her. I mean, it was very bizarre. And at the time, you know, this was on a lot of people's radar. Chris Rock brings this up and said, listen, everybody called this dude a bitch. Like the breakfast club called this dude a bitch. Charlemagne called him a bitch. The drink champs called him a bitch. He goes, I didn't fucking say anything about this shit. I didn't say nothing, you know? And he was already beefing with them because I guess in 2016 or 15, the movie Concussion, uh, which, by the way, is a very good movie. And I thought Will Smith was actually very good in that movie. That was a very good movie. Will, she, Will Smith didn't get nominated for Best Actor. And she wanted uh, prominent black actors to boycott the Academy Awards. And he was hosting, I think, that year or a co-host. And he was like, no. Like, I'm not going to fucking boycott the because he doesn't get nominated for something like he brings all this up in the special. But, you know, she fucks this dude and she makes Will Smith do a sit down with it. I, this is the most insane shit ever. Like if a man did this shit, not for nothing. Like if Will Smith fucked uh, uh, Harley Quinn, which a lot of people say he was fucking her. Um, what's her name? Do we know her name? Harley Quinn, actress, B-show, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie. Will Smith did a movie with Margot Robbie before she became very famous. There was a lot of talk that perhaps he, he fucked her. And then he did uh, Suicide Squad with her, I think, um, that he was fucking her. You know, now, I don't know this is true. I don't think this has ever really been confirmed. But, you know, apparently, uh, you know, Will Smith was unaware that his wife was banging some 20-something-year-old in recovery in their house. 
And maybe he just mentally never recovered from it. And Chris Rock, you know, basically brings all this up in the special that, you know, all these people say all this shit and the guy doesn't say anything. And I make one joke and he fucking of all the people he hits me. I mean, it's just pretty fucking it's just very there's a randomness to it. Don't you think there's an actual randomness to it? Um, do we oh, we have it. All, oh, this was a smart idea, huh? I pulled it up on Netflix and my sound card was fucked up. I fixed it, though. Um, oh, OK, what part do you want to hear? Because this is the whole like. 10 last well, seven or eight minutes yeah it's the last 10 minutes just click on let's see where he's at with it hold on we'll just see All if right. we can play a little bit of it let me know if you can hear Give it. a context streamed live and edited can you hear it all right let's see. no all right let me try something yeah sorry about this we might not be able to play it but uh the clips were wow they when did they start taking Even the clips that talent, you hear it now nothing more powerful than the beauty that yeah you want to yeah go go a little bit further yeah <laughs> No. Here we go. It's never gonna happen. No. Fuck that shit. I took that hit like Pacquiao, motherfucker. I took it like motherfucking Pacquiao, okay? Shit, man. Did it hurt? Yeah, motherfucking hurt. And people are like, well, you guys are fighting all the time. We're not fighting. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. Okay, pause this for a we second. Not the yep. Okay, I think not for nothing. This I think is very understated. Chris Rock is an emaciated 56-year-old guy who let's just be polite here. Zero fighting skills, Shah. Would you say zero on the fighting skills scale? Like of a, so if Chris Rock wanted to fight you. How unafraid would you put your fear level at that point? I'd be so happy because I know I could sue. <laughs> so like, I'd, I'd be <laughs> that is true. Yeah. On earth. Would you? Would you? Would you take the hit? I would love for Chris Rock to attack me, dude. I would love for any celebrity to really attack me. I'll get knocked out for it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris uh, Rock's yeah. not knocking anybody out, but I'll I'll even get beat up by Mike Tyson if it's going to make me rich for life. I'll well, let's not get rid of ridiculous now. Uh, you, nah, you, you, people be feeding you Gerber baby food with a spoon nah, because you don't know what planet you'll, you'll recover in a couple of weeks. Dude. Now, B show, you, you're, you're a tower over Chris Rock. Like, you're like three Chris Rocks. Yeah, I'm not a face puncher, though, man. Like, I would, yeah, I would take a shot. Like, if, if, if you had Chris Rock and, and Will Smith standing side to side and they're like, you got to fight have, one of them. Yeah, you got to fight one of them. I would swing on Chris Rock immediately. I would even yeah. think, and I love him to death. I would be crying while I, while I punch him in the face. Will Smith is a big man. Okay, I think Will Smith is about six two, possibly six three, two thirty, two forty, in shape. Will Smith is a big, in shape, fifty year old guy. Okay, he might be forty nine. I think he might be fifty. Uh, oh, I mean, Chris Chris Rock is not a guy. Like, let's be honest. It, what would Chris like? What was he supposed to do? Hit him back? And what what was the joke on Bigger and Blacker? He said he looks like a Crips accountant or something like. That. No, that was um, Lethal Weapon Four. They had him in the back of the squad car. He's like, "What do I look like? A Crips accountant?" That's a perfect yeah, be, be example. Sure, yeah. Be sure hit that clip for a sec because he said something very significant there. I just want to play it. Same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy. Muslim does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. <laughs> if I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. <laughs> That's awesome. Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. 
you think I auditioned for that part? <laughs> he played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. I've been shaking So, I mean, honestly, he's not wrong. See, I, I don't know if you guys saw this. Marlon Wayans dropped a comedy special. And I don't give a shit about Marlon Wayans. But Marlon Wayans took a pretty big shit on Chris Rock. He said, Chris Rock either has a jaw of steel or is the biggest motherfucking pussy on the planet Earth. Sha, do you think Chris Rock should have fought back, honestly? No. Again, one, it would have had bad outcomes either way. He would have oh, yeah. lost his career or he would have got knocked the fuck out on, on stage and would have been more embarrassed. I don't think he would have won either way, attacking Will Smith. The best thing that he could have done is just make money from it. Just take the L and at the end, make a shit ton of money from it and, and laugh at yourself and make some jokes about it. And right. that's what he's known for. You know, like that's yeah, that's his realm. That's his world is his comedy. He's not a fucking fighter. B-Show, do you think he should have fought back? Absolutely not. I mean, just from even a PR standpoint, his career aside, uh, PR standpoint, he made Will Smith look like the biggest asshole. Oh, yeah. No matter what Marlon Wayans has to say, most people now looking back on everything say, man, he was a dick and he was bullied by his wife. So not only the whole Jada thing would have gotten lost in that if Chris, uh, Chris Rock swung back. Mm. But now people see and he's been able to tell the story of how I think the line in, in the end is she hurt him worse than he hurt me. Yeah, very true. Well, clearly, I mean, I... Look, I think uh, I think Chris Rock was right, like to not do anything. He has a very his last line of the show is like, he people are like, why didn't you fight back? I, I don't even know if if we have it or not when he gets to it because there's a lot of stuff there and we obviously can't play the whole thing. But like you know, he said something about I don't fight in front of white. My parents taught me I have parents and they taught me not to fight in front of white people. I thought that was pretty funny, but you know, I did see guys on Twitter um that he a lot of people uh did not uh think that he was right like there seems to be it's i think some people feel like he should have gotten over it uh some people feel like you know that like there's like they're just tired of hearing about it or that you know uh he deserved it you know there is that segment shaj you know is that people who feel like anybody who says something you don't like you should just punch them in the face yeah, let me let me just say two things real quick. One, I, I want to clarify. Um, I don't think he should have done anything because of the setting. Anywhere else, if Will Smith smacked him, he should have fought back. Like, I don't – even if you're going to get beat up, dude, like, I, as a man, I'm not letting somebody else put their hands on me. Like, that's just – especially yeah. a smack, dude. You're like you, – that's like – Nah, man. <laughs> just like it's a very, me. it's a very dismissive. Yeah, it's, it's a very yes. emasculating dismissive. Yeah, thing man. To do. I, like it's like you gotta like tuck your fucking sack between your legs and walk home after that if you don't fight back. You know, it's just it's one of those things. But mm. at the Grammys, I think it was a chess. It's move. the like, it's the Academy Awards, dude. It's not the Grammys. Yeah, whatever. You know. What I mean. Well, it's a much it's bigger show. Thing. It's watched by a lot more people. I yeah, mean, and it's, it's in front of all their under peers the limelight. And you can, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, on the big stage, under the limelight, he made the right choice is what I'm basically saying. But it doesn't surprise me that people say you should get over because there's fucking people that believe the earth is flat and birds aren't real. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, yo, you know, that's a real thing now that people believe birds are fake, like birds. Yeah. Are that's fake. no, that's that's a that's a that was a joke premise that became a no, bigger dude, thing. I'm telling you, this is a fucking thing. It's going viral. Oh, well, I be, I still think right, it's yeah. it's it's trolling. I don't think it's real. No, Honestly. Man, I think people are dude. People believe the fucking earth is flat, man. 
No, that we've been hearing about for centuries. That's and not just new. as dumb as birds, though. Like it doesn't surprise. But me that doesn't have like a movement of people. Like like Kyrie Irving isn't going on TV when he was talking about how the Earth is flat, uh, saying that birds are fake. Like you know, what do they think birds are? Just just wait a minute. An illusion. Birds are an illusion. I feed birds like almost every day in this. I have well, birds. It's not winter. <laughs> like, they're fucking real, man. I have them. They're in my house. Yeah, well, you have birds in the house. While he yeah. pulls that up. Matter if I ask you guys a question about this. Yes. Um, do you think if they were in the green room at the comedy cellar, Chris Rock would have swung back? Maybe. Instinctively, I don't know because Will Smith is twice his size. Like again, like like I'm like I don't mean to break people's bubbles here, but you know, in reality, you don't like. I know it's the cool thing to say if you're a dude, especially if you're like you're a popular dude or a famous dude. It's like I'll oh, fuck that. Pre- I'll kick that president. In real life, that doesn't actually really happen. Everybody Dude. knows that, right? Yo, there is actually a movement. You said there's not a movement. There's a whole fucking merch site. It's on New York. Yeah, Times. but that's all trolling. The guy who made that up, it's Dude. fake. He's like, it was he's in a the New York Times. Dude. I can't, I can't it's pull a satirist. it up I don't have a subscription. But It's a satirist. He's a satirist, the kid who made that up. It's, it's a joke. He does it as a joke. Genius. He's trolling. Yeah, Sha, I can't sh- uh, share the New York Times article because it says I don't have a subscription. Oh, okay. Um, I have one. I don't know the fucking password. Yeah, I have like right. three there's one on the says. guardian uh, i don't know there's a bunch of them. birds are well, re- yeah if here's it flies the gimmick it's right here yeah it's a yeah it's a gimmick this is this is a, this is a work oh this is it's work. that they're drones they're spy drones yeah it's a work this is all a work guys this is not real i These, don't know man i would i would believe that people are there's definitely some following that believe this though like i he I, may be trolling. I i guess i don't know there's people no that dude he that... may be trolling to, to capitalize on yeah, this dude's 100 percent trolling like he's, yeah, he's smart 000... enough to capitalize but i'm saying yeah. the followers there's definitely a decent amount that probably believe this shit yeah no, it's a gen z conspiracy on. yeah 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 they did a whole thing on it on 60 minutes you know it's pure satire yeah see shot look it's all pure satire it's joke it's meant to be a joke people are in on the joke it's like the dicks out for harambe like oh. it's very similar to that. All of this. Okay, is so a it joke. was intended to mirror some of the absurdity that's taken. Okay, so it's supposed yeah. to be a knock on flat Earth, potentially. Yeah, exactly. Or like, or or uh, QAnon. I think I think you that was I mean? the intention, but there's like a ton of videos on. TikTok I think you now. want it to be real so bad, because dude. I'm it's telling so you, man. On TikTok, if you go, there's a ton of fucking people that. I won't go. I'm an adult. <laughs> I I'm I'm an adult who reads. The intention was to was I'm... to troll, but people fell for it. Is what I'm saying, man. Birds aren't real. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> it's a... well, you know what was real though was uh you know the Chris Rock slap, and I have to tell you. I, I think the bigger story here is the fact that like Chris Rock is not doing the Hollywood thing. Like, like let's just make up and be peace and we'll make a thing out of it. We'll make a joke and we'll do it on the television show. Chris Rock is digging his feet in the sand and being like, go fuck yourself. I am not forgiving. I am not making peace. Apparently the story now out of the Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith fucking, you know, uh, David Koresh type cult Dungeon. house that they have, whatever the fuck is now they're pissed off. Like that, like they're really upset about it. Like they want him to just let it go. I, I, I don't look, man, if you slap me at, uh, at a, at a, at a nightclub or something and uh, you know, some shit happens, I, I'm probably never going to see 99.999% of those people. And none of them probably videotaped it because like, whatever, I'm, we're not anybody special. This dude got slapped in front of the most famous people alive internationally and people infinitely more people saw that online forever 
The meme is there forever. The slap is there forever. So, yeah, I, I don't know that a year down and, you know, Jada Pinkett, you know, saying we should just be peaceful now. And it's like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, you know, like, fuck you forever. I respect that that's how he feels because he was the one who got you. It's humiliating. I mean, Chris Rock's worth like $150 million. He worked his way up from nothing. He's been famous for his entire adult life, constantly working, telling jokes, hosting the Oscars, hosting this, doing that. You think at a certain point, a man twice your size, more famous, by the way, is not going to come up and fucking bitch slap you in front of a 15 million people. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference. There's a huge difference. See, I wouldn't be surprised. It's, this is Hollywood shit. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a work. Oh, it's not a work, dude. He, but, but, but listen, because he, he could run this by by Will Smith, get the green light, be like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm going to make some money off this. Now your turn to make money off this is when I come on your show on your YouTube channel and sit down with you in three months and we squash it and you get the views. Yeah, no, nah, he went hard in the paint. There's no way. And it was it was a year Dude, after. Will Smith let people don't... fuck his wife, man. I don't think this guy gets offended that easily. Like, yeah. You know? Well, so to, to your logic, if the plan was right, Chris Rock would have slapped him in front of everybody and called him out for being a cuck. Yeah. Now let me guys ask. Let me ask you guys a question. I think Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars. Um, do you think it's? Do you think this is going to be the running joke of the Oscars? Will Smith is banned from the Oscars. And he will not be there. I don't think Chris Rock is going. Um, do you think this is going to be like the whole running joke of the night is everyone's accepted speech? Like, well, I hope nobody slaps me. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I hope somebody slaps him. You that think I someone's going to slap Brandon Frazier? <laughs> I would love. <laughs> Brandon Frazier would stop somebody if they slapped him, I think. Like Adam Sandler is going to be there and I'll slap Brandon Frazier as a joke or something. Oh, well, I, It's going to happen. Let's be Adam honest. Adam Sandler's wife will be wearing a bald cap. Like a bald yeah. wig, or like you know, too bad Trey and Matt aren't going there because one of them could have wore the bald cap and they could have sat in the front row. That would have been kind of great. I, I I don't think it's a work. I think it's a shoot, a hundred percent. I I think what happened was very shitty. But I will say this, and then we will move on if uh, if that's good with everybody. The way the Academy just didn't do anything, and then Will Smith wins the biggest honors of the night to a, a thousands people standing ovation was very shameful. I think Jim Carrey probably summed that up better than anybody. He was very, you know, he's done with acting in Hollywood. He he said he thought that was disgusting. He thought he was ashamed to be associated with these people, the way everyone stood and applauded after what that guy did and, and made a mockery of the night and assaulted somebody. I, I, like that to me is really, I think, a bigger thing is how everyone just left it alone and he just got to sit there and no one did anything. Like, you know, and, and they just got to sit there and act like it was totally acceptable. It's not acceptable. If you smack somebody at Home Depot, you're probably getting arrested and you're getting fired. Um, I don't think he should have got arrested, but I think maybe not giving him the highest honors of the night under the cloud of what he's just done. I thought that was pretty shitty. I think they should have fucking just asked him to leave and moved on with the night. And then if he won the award, they would be like, we accept this award on his behalf. And then apologize to people for him not being that, like, and moved on instead of they being like everybody. Chris Rock accept that on his behalf. Cry, yeah, everybody crying. Like, oh, and by the way, that movie with the the Williams sisters was not that good. I saw it; it wasn't that good. I don't think I don't think he even deserved that award. I think that was just something that uh, you know he, he was overdue, and maybe they felt like they you know because he probably should have won it for Ali and he didn't, and he probably should have got nominated for concussion because he was very good in that and he didn't. 
And I, and like I said, I like the guy. I don't dislike, I don't even dislike the guy now. I think his wife is a poison person who thinks she's, who thinks she's a genius because she sucked Tupac's dick in high school. I, I mean, like, you know, I'm sorry. A lot of people probably sucked Tupac's dick in high school, but you know, we, we don't, we don't keep hearing about it over and over again. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but we'll see. I don't know. Let's see. I, maybe I could see her. I can see Jada Pinkett Smith trying to go on some The View and something talk about, I just don't know why we don't have peace or something like that or something. Because by the way, everyone on The View agreed with Chris Rock, including Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Bet. They all agreed with Chris Rock. So maybe she won't go on The View. But another controversy, guys. Boy, this is a controversial week. This is a strange story. I, I, I was hesitant to bring this up because I don't really know how I feel about it. But because, you know, we're all sort of uh, – nerds here in our own way be it comics or horror or 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 you know art and you know music nerds and you know we all do our own thing here this is this is going to sound so strange for people who don't understand it so we're all familiar with the legacy of the teenage mutant ninja turtles now i got into the turtles because my brother mike as a kid was buying the books and then they got a licensing deal and we bought the figures and they had the cartoon Big fan. Uh, saw the OG movie with my now wife in 89. Uh, and there was a gang fight at the UA movie theater. And we had to leave while these this gang was beating people up in the movie theater. I saw the reboot with uh, Edie when she was a little kid. I love the Turtles. Uh, Sha, you're a Turtles fan. Were you a Turtles fan growing up as a kid? Uh, the cartoons, yes. The movies, I fucking hated. I know you didn't like the, the 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 one with Vanilla Ice, the second one, the sequel. I Oops. fucking hated all of them, dude. Go Ninja, I, I, Go Ninja, Go! It's one of the greatest no, moments I, in cinematic history. I, I know most people like it, man. I just uh, the cartoons I love. I still have love the, the cartoons. cartoons on the shelf. I just the movies just didn't do it for me. The yeah. puppetry and stuff. Eh, I'm not I'm not really into it. B show. I know you're a big. You're probably a bigger fan than than we ever were. Oh yeah, I'll give it to you. The the second one is kind of kind of shit with the Vanilla Ice. It gets kind of corny. That's, the first that's one, my favorite it's one. a. Yeah, first. <laughs> you just doesn't want one the, of the flat top. Doesn't Corey Feldman do like Donatello's voice in those movies? In the first and the third one, yeah. The first and the th- wait, there was three live actions. There was a the third one was t- actually four was like straight to video, but three they went back to feudal Japan. It was. Terrible. I don't remember seeing that at all. The Secret of the Ooze is the one with Vanilla Ice, right? Yes, yes. With Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Yep, that's the Everybody. second one where they completely sold out, and the yeah, first they sold yeah, out. Michelangelo doesn't even use his nunchucks because they were dangerous. They didn't want oh, kids gosh. to get hurt. Yeah. So anyway, the turtles has had a, the turtles is unbelievable. I think Eastman and Lard created them. Yes. Uh, when they were in their 20s or something like that. OG Turtles books are dope. If you've never seen them, they're fucking fantastic. I know B-Show is a big fan of the old school books. They're great. The art is great. The stories are cool. Um, Splinter is a great villain. Like, you know, they, they've had great uh, uh, iterations of different things for them. And the reboot, I actually liked the reboot. I thought, like, the first one, I couldn't get into the second one that Seamus is in. Did you guys see the reboots? The, they looked a little weird. I've seen one of them, yeah. I don't know if it was the first or second. I think it was, I saw the first one, I think. Yeah, I mean, they it's not like they look weird, right? I mean, you know they're not there. Like, Yeah, they look like Toxic Avengers mixed with like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they look they look like Meth Turtles or something, right? Bisho, did you did you see the two reboots? Just the first one. I didn't see the one with Seamus, thank God. Yeah, but um Yeah, no, where it, he's uh, Rocksteady or something like that. Yeah. yeah the the movie Bebop. wasn't the movie wasn't bad, but like you said, whatever bad. their CG, it's just Yeah, Stephen Amel. Stephen Amel from Green Arrow is uh Casey Jones, great character. Megan Fox is April O'Neill. Megan yeah. Fox is April O'Neill. 
So where are we going with this? Oh boy, <laughs> this is this is going to be a rough ride. <sighs> Got to take a deep breath. So Seth Rogen, oy vey. Seth Rogen reboots the Turtles, um, as a cartoon, like a lot. I guess is this a cartoon? Is this like one of those like 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 the way Dinosaurs was a cartoon? What what do we consider this reboot? Is this a cartoon? Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, it's animated. It's animated, right? And boy, is this is this interesting. So Seth Rogen uh, cr- produces it, and I believe he also casts himself as as Rocksteady or Bebop as one and one of the characters. I don't know who else is in it, but April O'Neil, the character that's been around since the OG comics, who I think does does one of them fuck her in 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 one of these iterations or like dates her? Is it Michelangelo dates her? I don't think so. And, and look, the books I've only I've read the great the last Ronin and I read the first two books. Other than yeah, that, yeah, they know. weren't yet. So she's like a reporter, and she's always been like a redhead, and you know, and uh, you know, like a, 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 a kind of love interest maybe in some way. Now I know in the porn parody they all fuck her. I don't know if you guys know that, but there's a porn parody where they run a train on April O'Neil. And I'm I not think we talked up. about that. If you go to yeah, patreon.com slash break the app, one of the second or third episode we did, you can hear. Yeah, we it. talked about the turtles porn and it's as disturbing as it is to discuss. So I don't know what's going on, but my, my feed was out of control the last two days because they dropped the trailer for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem new reboot. And April O'Neil is now a chubby um, woman, black woman with glasses who kind of looks like Velma a little bit. Like, like they Velma'd her up. She's, I, I mean, I, she's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this decision was made. And boy, uh, everyone noticed. Um, she, I'm trying to describe like the, her look. She's, she looks like a hipster lesbian. Yes, black she does. Woman that yeah. lives in Brooklyn. That's vegan. Yeah. She looks like a gender fluid barista in yeah. Williamsburg. Definitely. Who, you know, I mean, I like they. It looks like they did a caricature of a uh, hipster, um, body positive black woman. Now I don't know if they're making her gender fluid. I have no idea. But people uh, kind of lost their shit. Like they they lost their shit because they were like, "Why? What the fuck is this? This is not April O'Neil." Um, I think the the woman that, that that's playing her, I think she's a lot younger, might be a high school student that looks like she's got a knapsack there. B show, who? Your th- now we'll get into this a little bit, but what are your thoughts initially when you saw that this is the April O'Neil character the, that's been around since the eighties? To be honest, man, I was, I didn't even know this was going on. Like when you text me about this today or yesterday, I saw one video on Twitter where some streamer was talking about like race swapping in the, in the series. And I yeah. blew right by it. Cause they just have no interest in hearing people yeah, talk. And about I, it yeah. And I don't have a big dog in this fight at all, but, but then when I went back and looked at this, I'm like, all right, I'm not outraged. I think it's silly, but I guess you can't always have Jessica rabbit in a yellow raincoat, but. I don't know, man. Some people are really pissed about it for more than one reason. Yes, yeah, some people are a little upset about it. Uh, Shah, you're seeing the April O'Neil character there. What are your thoughts there? What do you, What's going through your mind there? What do you think they're trying to do here? I don't know, man. I'm already uh, 
life has already kind of put me through hell and stressed me out over the years and I'm already bald. So I try not to stress myself out over stuff that's irrelevant. Mm. In my universe, I just you know how um like they made a Ghostbusters and everybody hated it and people lost their the mind. female Ghostbusters. Yeah, and they obsessed over it and well, it was a bad it. movie. It was very bad. It just wasn't I know, good. There's there's been so many bad movies. I, I just kind of cancel them out of my mind and, and I just move on. You know what I mean? This is one of those things like I would never know this exists because it's on Netflix and shit. Like I don't I don't watch stuff like that. So it's it looks like dog shit. It's not something I would ever watch. If I watched it, I would probably be annoyed by it because I, I can just tell the direction they're going just by off w- this one image. Um, yeah, I mean, she, it's, it's she, she's she's built like have. Paul Heyman a little bit. Like I don't know, a little like, bit. Yeah, she's got a like mid nineties Paul Heyman. Yeah, she yeah she's she's built like mid nineties Paul Heyman, and I look. Seth Rogen said something like, I, I, I'm paraphrasing this, but he said something like, I, it's my, I, I, right now I'm using all my influence to make things with as l- least white people as possible. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that's about. No, I'm serious. You can look it up. I'm not, I'm dead serious. That's kind of, that's kind of amazing. Though. Well, it's kind of, but it's also very easy for him to say that because now that he's worth a hundred and something million and been in Hollywood for a long time, you know, it, you know, he could, he could say that. You know How many black saying? people like, were in Knocked Up again, Seth? That you starred in? Uh, no. Knocked Up. Well, he didn't. He didn't create that. He was a star. No, but come on. But I'm just saying. I mean, it's easy for him to say that, and it's also very low bearing fruit, right? Because that's the that's the trendy thing to say or the popular thing to say. Look, I don't care, but I do think it's a little like I. I just think. Like I don't know who this is helping. You know what I'm saying? Like like I look at it like this, right? Who does this serve? Like who? Who? Like who feels better now about the, about this? No, I'm I'm asking this objectively because I don't know. I wasn't gonna probably watch it anyway, and now the whole argument is whether or not April O'Neil was black originally, and you had all these people dying on this hill trying to prove that she was black originally, which she apparently was not. She was named after one of their ex wives. Which, who, to be who, fair to to people saying biracial. that. Yeah. She's biracial. Yeah, here she is. If you can see the picture, right. it was biracial. Uh, by the way, that looks like a white Jewish lady to me. But whatever, <laughs> she looks like Alanis Morissette. Is that Eastman or Lard? Eastman, I believe. That's Kevin Eastman. Okay, um, you know, but I always assumed she just had a perm because it was coming out of the '80s. Like Cher had that. She had Cher hair in the '80s. Like there were these people fighting about guys. People are killing them. They are dying on this hill, and. And none of it's correct. None of it is actually correct. I mean, you know, the April O'Neil that most people know was from the kids cartoon is a redhead with big tits and a yellow jumpsuit. That's April O'Neil. Now April O'Neil looks a little bit like Nell Carter. No one has explained why this is. And it's just, I, I don't, who's this now? Who's this character supposed to be? This is, you know, you know what I, th- this Sorry, is from right. one of the most recent series that they put out. Um, for Nickelodeon, she was black in that one too. She was like a teenager. Oh, was she? Yeah. You know what? But isn't she a reporter? Okay. Showing my nerddom, I believe in the comics she was a lab assistant, and in the cartoon they made her a reporter. They made her. But what were you going to say, that, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say. I, I mean, the fact that people talk about this so much every time it happens, I think they might be doing it on purpose. Like, Does seem just. That just to piss people off because it gets people talking. You know what I mean? Like Velma, that, I mean, how many people watched it just out of being annoyed by it? 
Well, well, but also, Shai, it wasn't just the character; it was the things she was saying, and it were incredibly divisive. And 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 like you know, it, it's meant to, like they turned Fred into like a Nazi pedo, like a Nazi. No, I get that. I get that. You know, but I'm saying they're, a white they're, guy. They're, they're they might be purposely trying to stir shit up, just to start controversy because it it gets mouths talking, and and yeah. people out of curiosity might check out the show that otherwise may have not been. Even aware of it, really, because well, I don't, the, I would have never known Velma or this existed if it wasn't for this controversy. Like, well, I let me ask you guys a question. This. Let me ask you guys a question. Had the the trailer dropped, and it was the classic redhead, you know, yellow jumpsuit, pretty cute, uh, April O'Neil. Do you think there would have been a massive backlash of people going, "Why isn't why why aren't there any more ethnicities in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you think people would have said, well, this is weird. Like they could have used this opportunity to maybe make Splinter, uh, uh, you know, uh, gay. I don't know. Like, I don't like I were people really looking for the Turtles reboot to represent marginalized people. I thought it was about Turtles who ate pizza, who did karate. I didn't realize <laughs> that's all I thought this was about. I thought they ate pizza. I thought they did karate. And I thought they fought a guy who was like, you know, a ninja. I didn't realize that we have to now acquiesce, you know, like like whatever the fuck happened in 2020 into the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm not upset that they did it. I do think it's a little silly that they went this far with it. They didn't just make it like a non-white person. They made it clearly. I mean, I, again, I don't know what the this looks like. A, a, I'm sorry to say this. I'm just trying to be, you know, what Shaw said is like a hipster, lesbian, South Brooklyn, you know, obese, slightly obese person. Like I don't like was, you, you know what I mean? Like I just don't know why. Like were we just thinking, hey, you know, like why didn't they make it a very attractive black woman? Like, you know, that one of them maybe is in a relationship with like Foxy like, Brown type like, of look. No, but I mean, no, I mean, like not, not, not dressed, like not dressed, not Nell know, Carter like, and ripped jeans. Yeah. Like, like, and you know, like it's not, but it's like, I don't like, were they just trying to not sexualize? I mean, you could have made it a chubby, you know, uh, you know, anything. Yeah. That doesn't, I, I mean, why are we talking about it right now? Because of this reason. No, not because of this reason, but because of how many people were talking about how it's trending. Every right, day. exactly, right. exactly. Right. But why is it trending? Because of controversy. If this didn't happen, nobody would be talking about this. So you, so let me ask you a question. Do you think under the guise of uh, you know altruism and equality that they're just making these decisions because they can't put the thing out and think it's going to get enough attention on its own merit? They have to do it this way to get people to talk about it? I think controversy sells tickets, dude. It gets viewers. And also, I think you're, I don't know, maybe this is just Philadelphia, but I think you're underestimating how many of these people exist that sit. I mean, dude, when I go to all these fucking cafes and shit and pick pick food up and drop off lattes, I see so many of these people in real life sitting down and working on their MacBooks. You know, those, those. I don't know, mid 25, mid 30. Yeah, hipster, hipster, like slightly androgynous, hipster. Exactly. I see a ton of those. Performing. So, I mean, I, I think a lot of people can probably relate to these characters. We can't, but I mean, there's people that exist like this. I don't know, man. It's, I think it's more than you think. 
No, I don't. I, it's not that I think it's not a lot of people represent this or anything. I'm just saying I don't know how many people are. So do you think everyone's looking for this type of representation? Those now people, yes. I mean, yeah, those people probably, yeah. Because they want to feel included, right? Those are, the, those are the most sensitive people in society, typically. Those are the ones that need inclusion. Mm-hmm. They want to feel included. So when you and I, do you actually care if, if they include a bald fucking character in a movie? I don't give I, a shit. I, I'd like I'd like one of you to name one Italian character in a movie that didn't work in a restaurant or make pizza Dude. or be stupid or Dude, kill people. They made if a you movie can name about, one. If you they can made name a movie one. about Persians and they didn't have a single fucking Persian in there. Yeah, they had all hunkies in fucking, there. Who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit? But well, that's no, but what I, I mean, though. Right. You and I are not that demographic that they're shooting for because we're not – we don't want to be included. Well, in, people just entertain me. I don't give a fuck who's in it. I yeah. don't need to feel included. I don't need a bald Persian in there or somebody with a beard. I don't need that. I would like a bald Persian in there. I, like I mean, that. sure, I'll take it as a bonus, but I'm not going to go online yeah. and like root about it. I don't give a shit about it. But the people that have the, you know, fucking great purple hair that sit at fucking Starbucks all day and tweeting right. all that. Yeah, those people want to feel included. So they have these characters represent them. And also the controversy at the same time gets a lot of people talking and it is divisive, but that creates controversy and that get that i mean that's it's trending for that reason b show that's a good point but i don't know if if it's that deliberate especially from a guy like seth rogan because i I will agree what we talked about last week i think half the movie's budget usually is is marketing because you it's hard to get the message out there Mm -hmm. and with this being like the sixth reboot of ninja turtles i'm glad they keep doing it because they're keeping it alive for new kids yeah yeah kids like it look i love i hope it's good and by the way I, I like I honestly I don't give a shit, but I think it's very when these things are done, like it's OK, look like the, you're you're putting this graphic up right now because we now have a new Peter Pan where Tinkerbell is uh, black and we have the Little Mermaid where the Little Mermaid is black and um, no one has seen this Peter Pan movie. No one has seen this Little Mermaid movie. Right. But it's already all the press. The majority of it went to these factors. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of the fact that maybe the movies are really good or maybe they're really bad. And now you have this whole conversation. Now, there is a whole segment of this that's coming out of this that I don't think enough people recognize. And that are people who are not white, who are seeing this as very sort of low bearing fruit and not very, not very excited about it because it they want to see characters created in their own likeness of equal importance instead of just switch the fuck around. Yes. And like, you know, and that is a big, and I, and I feel like those voices are getting a lot louder. Now it used to be a fringe thing to say, and now it's a very, I'm seeing a lot of non-white people make very, very poignant statements about stop doing this. Can we just create people who are just as important in our culture instead of just taking them from another culture? Right. I mean, and I, I, I think that's a very, very significant thing to say. Well, and, I think that's yeah. easier said than done, right? Don't you think? Well, that's why I shared this picture. It wasn't for the, necessarily the pictures below because I don't think they represent the point very well. Yeah. But I think this is from a black creator. It says, dear black yeah. people, why would Hollywood ever take black people seriously when some of y'all keep praising these rape swap token hand-me-down roles? Uh, we haven't seen an original black written character since 2018's Black Panther. Ever since, it's been nothing but token roles, race swapping, and when they do make a black character, it's an African slave or ghetto stereotype because they don't know how to write white characters and because uh, why would they waste all that money when you lap it all up? 
I think that's another good point too. Like, do you really think Seth Rogen, dude who grew up in like Toronto or something like that, yeah. really knows much about black characters? No, but he's a comic guy. He's a legit comic guy. And I and I look, let me tell you something, man. If I had a shit ton of money, I would be doing so I'd be doing some fucking shit. A lot of people would be like, why is he doing that shit? Be like, well, because I just, you know, I I, I want to see I'd like to see people. I'd like to see everybody treated equally and fairly. Like, I don't have a, like, like um, th there's a whole movement of people who don't like the Miles Morales Spider-Man, which I think is fucking trash to say that because it's a great character. I fucking love Miles Morales Spider-Man. Spider-Verse is a fucking great movie and I'm excited for the sequel. But there's a lot of people like, well, why don't they just make a, 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 a you know, like this, we've already established there's thousands of multiverses. So clearly everybody can be something different in the multiverses. That's not a fucking problem. Like I don't, that I think is a trash statement to say like, oh, Miles Morales is not Spider-Man. That's a horrible statement. But I don't think to shut down the argument of people going, Hey, can you just make a, a black or an Asian or a Persian or a Latino character who is just as important of other of these people so that that is a good representation of us instead of just taking somebody and switching it out? Because there's a laziness to that also, too. Like there's an intellectual laziness to that. I, I, I think like the reason why Black Panther resonated so well with so many people was because it, it was it was to a lot of people that's the first time they ever heard of that character i've heard of that character since i was a little kid but there were a lot of people that didn't know that character existed let alone was created by two jewish guys in the 70s or the 60s like you know it felt new it felt like yes finally here's an ass-kicking character who's just as important as captain america just as important as spider-man just as important as all these other people and we and we didn't have to take it from somebody else it's ours and it was celebrated at the highest level it's the high Black Panther's nominated for best fucking picture. Angela Davis, uh, Angela, Angela Bassett's nominated for best supporting actress for a fucking comic book movie. They put a lot of money into this. It is very well made. I didn't like the sequel that much, but they're good looking fucking well made movies. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not pandering fucking movies. They're really good, well made movies. Okay. Yeah. That a culture gets behind and goes, that's fucking awesome. This makes me feel good. Dude, I don't know if you guys know this, but the first Black Panther, there were a lot of people. A lot of people getting dressed up to go see the movie. Did you guys ever see pictures of that? Almost like a coming to America type thing. I swear to God, because they treated it like a fucking big event. They treated it was a it cultural like phenomenon. It was yeah. a culture. It was a literal cultural phenomenon, right? And it, and it was fucking awesome. I saw that movie, I think, three times in theaters. I, I took the kids to see I was like, this movie. But either way, I'm a super fan of the character. I've loved that character for many, many years. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, like it didn't feel it didn't feel like it was pandering or anything. No one felt that way. It was celebrated. And I just think, why aren't we building on that momentum as a society? Why, yeah, why aren't what's good? I, I was gonna say I, I don't really agree with that that statement that, that B show just shared, just simply for the fact that I mean we have movies like Creed coming out. Mm. You know, I think A twenty four, um, Moonlight. I mean, there's there's a ton of black actors and yeah, one best Moonlight, one best picture. Yeah, so I don't I don't think every character that's come out as a slave. I, I think that's that's real. Well, I think I, I I think what this I don't know who who said this, but I think the person that said this, who was clearly not a white person, by the way, but I think the person that said this, I think the frustration is the 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 celebratory nature, perhaps, and I'm and I don't know, but like like the Little Mermaid, the girl plays the Little Mermaid. That is that kid looks gorgeous. Apparently, she could sing her ass off. She seems like a sweet kid. I saw her promoting her doll. That seems great. She's a mermaid. I don't understand why people are getting bent out of shape about it. 
But if the argument is, hey, can we make a story rooted in black culture that is just as important as Little Mermaid? Yeah. Well, what, yeah, that sounds amazing. Like what? Yeah, that sounds absolutely incredible. Like, like, well, I'm sure it's going to happen. Like, it's weird that it hasn't happened, though. Right. I mean, it is weird that it hasn't happened. Yeah. Like, like if you take just Disney, like the Disney princesses and shit, because that's popular. Right. The last Disney princess that was black was, I think, from the Princess and the Frog. And that movie came out when I graduated high school. Right. So and they've done true, a lot of yeah. other stuff since then, but they like, have. they've done Milan, they've done Pocahontas, yeah. like they've done. Like, and they this have. is another legacy franchise, so it, it probably is. brings more attention to it, and it probably does more disservice because yeah, there's but, so much controversy that surrounds it. So yeah, I, I like comes... your point. They did make the astronaut movie from the like the story of the oh, first Hidden Figures. That's Nassatine. a fucking great yeah. movie. That's a fucking great yeah. movie. So they do stuff like that, but like John said, Black Panther. That was what ten years ago now. No, no. Five years ago? Because yeah, like but dude, when it comes to like Disney and stuff, Disney's never I mean they had Song of the South, so they have a shameful well, that, But that that's why they're doing a lot of this stuff. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. In 20 years, they want to look they want people to look back on history and be like, okay, so they made up for it. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Walt Disney was a Nazi sympathizer. Um, that's not that's, they're trying to uh, make up for their history because they never put any of this shit out so now they're trying to overdo it by well disney was a little bit of a nazi sympathizer i mean look i i the thing that i you lose me in these arguments when people say i'm not going to watch it because of the I, that's fucking childish that's absolutely childish if it's good great this girl who plays april o'neill i don't know the actress i'm not diminishing the actress this is a cartoon character this is not a fucking person if the fucking show is good or if the reboot is good, I'm going to say it was great. It was never not going to be good or bad based on what nationality April O'Neil is. But people noticed this. This is generational characters. People noticed it. They noticed it's not the the, the April. Like, it's not even that it's not a wiper. It's, it's not even, it's like, it's deliberately a person that you would not find aesthetically pleasing in terms of their physical appearance. Now that might be, maybe they didn't want to sexualize the character. Maybe they made it a lot younger. I don't know. I only saw the trailer. Like, you know what I mean? And I saw the trailer and I, and I, is Casey Jones in this? Do we even know, is Casey Jones in this? I don't think he is. It's one of my favorite characters. Hmm, That's a good question. Like, like is, is Casey Jones now a disabled, you know, uh, uh, Asian, uh, you know, albino. Like I, I don't know. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. Like the turtles aren't really turtles. They're furries that dress up in costume. Like, like, like I'm saying, is like what's K, is K, what is Casey Jones? Is he a furry? Like, like or, or like, like I don't know. Like, are we switching Casey Jones out now? Or is that a problem? Like, can we not have the 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 guy in the hockey man? Casey Jones is such a great character, dude. What a fucking awesome character. I love Casey Jones. It's one of the coolest things about steroid, the steroided version of like the Ninja Turtles. The last ones that we got, the Kensington Turtles. The Kensington Turtles. <laughs> All like fucked up and toxic and shit. They did. They looked. They were CrossFit turtles. That's what it looked like. They mm-hmm. had like the CrossFit. Well, um, I'm too you buff know. for CrossFit, man. CrossFit dudes are like vegan and slim. You know, when I was doing a deep dive on this today, did you guys know they made gay Transformers? <laughs> no i'm not you're gonna say trans transformers but... no no gay tra- did you guys not know there were gay transformers no that's somebody brought that up too and they were like if there could be gay transformers uh april o'neill doesn't have to be a, a, a white redheaded woman and i thought they were making a joke and then somebody was like yeah there's gay transformers and i was like I didn't know there was straight transformers. Dude, that's like, exactly I, what I was gonna say. I didn't like know that was my my reaction was, Robots. ain't they cars? Like I don't like. How yeah. does that work? 
Yeah, Cybertron.com. Top five same-sex Transformers couples. What? There, there's five couples? Is it real, though, or is it fan fiction? That's no, it looks see, like I can an animated tell. series or something. So, so, so not only were Transformers um, uh, heterosexual, which I didn't know they were any sexual, there's also gay Transformers. Looks like comic book in the comics. Oh, in the comics. Yeah. Okay. Here, check well, I didn't chat. think that, well, I don't know that they had like love interest in the kids cartoon for the Transformers. No, they're like giant transforming robot cars. Like, so the, co so the gay Transformers are in the comics. Looks like it. Yeah. And there's couples. They're like, they like, they, they like Transformer bang each other. I, no, it doesn't go that far. But do you think like instead of forming into a car, they form into like like a butt plug or something? Like they just form into like a dildo or something? It's like Power Rangers. Instead of connecting at the knees and the ankles, they connect. You know, well, the, I didn't. I was with Power Rangers fucking each other. They were all like kind of asexual. Do you guys remember? Uh Tommy. Yeah, Tommy the Green Ranger and the Pink Ranger. Oh, wait, Green was Ranger like... funk the Pink Ranger. Okay, but Probably that not was fucking, it. But it was a romantic. They like made out thing. and stuff. Like, I don't remember. They had, like, I remember there was one commercial. I was so embarrassed to watch this. We were Power Rangers fans. I went to go get a haircut, and we asked my barbershop to turn it on, and there's, like, all these old dudes, like, manly men getting their haircut in this barbershop, and I turn it on, and it's, like, these teenage kids walking down the beach holding hands, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I, embarrassing. Look, I mean, look, like I said, I just, I get lost in these conversations where people go over the edge. I think you could. I, I, the problem is people are too committed to this. They either want everything to be different or they want everything to be the same. I just want things to be good. That's it. I just want them to be good. I don't care. I don't care. This April O'Neil character, if she's funny and if the show's good, I'm gonna be like, yeah, they, they did a good job with it. If it sucks and it just seems like it, she's just there for some strange reason, like it's not under. Like I don't know the pretense under what this is. My, my 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 first look is I think she's a very young person, like possibly a high school student or something. I don't know that. Again, the I, whole cast, except for like the villains are pretty young. Yeah. So, I mean, like people could kind of chill the fuck out with that, too. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, it's not like a 30 year old reporter who like maybe one of the turtles is banging if it's like a high school student. or something. I, I don't I again, I don't know. But people like, dude, people are like. April O'Neil was always black. April O'Neil was always white. April O'Neil. And I'm like, this is the most anybody's talked about April O'Neil in like ever. Like, I don't understand. So maybe we're all just getting led by our nose shot. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're all just getting fucking baited into talking about this. Honestly, may, I mean, it's start. I think that makes a lot more sense than birds being fake. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, man. Controversy sells, bro. I keep saying it. So do you think, just before we wrap this up, do you think at the end of the day, it is not for diversity and inclusion. It is to create a conversation about diversity and inclusion where otherwise the, 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 pro the, the product itself might not be successful? I think it's a combination of both. They're, they're capitalizing on the fact that a lot of these people that they're portraying and switching these characters out to exist in real life and they're the ones that want to feel included but they're also the same people that will argue with you on twitter and facebook forever and what does that argument do like on youtube right when people make negative comments a lot of the creators they like that because what it, what does it do it, it creates a conversation more people get engaged they talk back and forth that's good for the algorithm it gets whether it's good or bad in the comments the algorithm doesn't understand that it just understands that a lot of people are talking. 
So how many people are talking on these on these topics, on these headlines with fucking Ninja Turtles and all of this? Oh, it's huge. It's trending. That's what I'm saying. It, it creates it creates a conversation and a lot of people participate. And that's the demographic that they're shooting for, because that's the people that are going to go back and forth for three days with you. Mm-hmm. Not me. I'm not. But yeah, I, I I just thought it was interesting because I kept seeing it over and over again. And I just don't really feel like anybody's making great points. I feel like I feel like everybody's already everybody's already committed one way or the other and they won't fucking they won't deviate from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just going to be like, "Hey, I'm just going to fucking I'm you know, I'm whatever they whatever, you know, whatever I'm on this side and I'm on that side and I'm just not going to uh I'm just not going to fucking deviate." Hey, before we head over to Patreon, I wanted to talk about this on the free cuz I just thought it was fucking awesome. I sent this to these guys today. It was a video that was going around the internet. I I don't know that we could talk about it and do it justice without playing some of it. This is, today is what? We're recording this on the 8th of March. This is officially, as of today, this is my favorite video of 2023. My favorite internet video, my favorite, whatever you want to call it, a meme, whatever the fuck you want to call it, viral video, I guess. This is one of the greatest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. I watched it like six times. I sent it to these guys. I had to get this, sneak this into the free because it was just too good. What am I talking about? There is a video of a couple mistakenly showing up to the wrong house thinking that a person in that home was involved in a hit and run with their daughter. And they got the wrong house. Bisho, do you have the clip? Yes, I do. Okay, it's not very long. Hopefully, they could hear the audio. This guy's. This is my fit. This should win best picture. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and why are the window shades bloody? That's the one thing I was like, why is yeah? Why I don't. I think that's a weird aesthetic, but we, you know, there's something <laughs> going on here. All right, just play the clip for people. All right. Fucking house, go away! Is it too loud? Make it louder. What the fuck? I'm fucking play! I want my money. Money. This is not the right house. This is not the right house. Oh shit! Where is he? Who are you looking for? Who are you looking for? Get out of here now. Who are you looking for? Where are you? Let's go. The clock's working on the way. Let's go. Where is he? Who? Who? Where is he? Your brother. Your brother. I don't have a brother. I don't have a brother. You might be at the wrong house. Who are you looking for? What's his name, Haley? What's his name? I am so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. He hit my daughter with a fucking car. We have been here the entire time. We have not left the house. And, and I'll pay for this. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Who are you looking for? Come here. Come outside. I'm sorry. I'm not coming outside. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, stay away, please. <laughs> Who are you this looking for? This is, is not. This is the wrong house. I'm sure. I'll pay. I'll pay for it. I'll okay. Pay. What's your name? What's his name? Look at the splintered door frame. Yeah, just the door is off the hinges. We do not know anybody with that name. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> they said that he, he gave this address. This is the wrong I, address. I am so Here. sorry. We do not know anyone with that address. so scared. He Here. ran my daughter Immediately into the sweatpants to dig out the folding cash. I don't want money. We just want you to leave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Shah, there's no way this is not either North Philly or Maryland. Like, after that accent. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't think this is Philly at all. You don't think this is Philly? No, no, this is not Philly. So let's just set this up for people. It's a shitty looking house. We don't see the people who live there. A giant man, middle-aged man, big gut, looks like a guy who could fuck some shit up, okay? Kicks 
the fucking door into a house. A couple is in there because their daughter, their teenage daughter, presumably, got into some kind of fender bender and the person took off and gave this address. She went and got her parents and they insisted this was the house. And immediately, as you could tell from the video, they got the wrong house. And what you can't tell from the video is the father is pulling wads of cash out of his pocket because he has just committed a felony, B-Show. You know, let me remind you, you told a story about a year and a half ago where there was an incident in a restaurant which involved you following a car for a couple blocks. Yes. How close were we to John kicking in the door of the wrong house? I have been this guy so many times. Because I'm not saying I wouldn't be. I'm just asking because you told the story. I was at this guy at the Deadpool movie. I've been this guy (laughs) at at Price Chopper. I've been this guy with the tow truck guy. I mean, I have been this guy infinitely too many times. But I have never showed up to the wrong house to to get justice from my child. (laughs) (laughs) Shaw, I think this is Maryland. I think this is Baltimore, like a suburb of Baltimore. What do you think? If you had to guess geographically where this is. It's definitely somewhere on the East Coast. Um, oh, for sure. I, I don't think it's Pennsylvania at all, though. Mm, Maybe search the, the, the TikTok account. Maybe 5.6 million people watched it already. This is a pretty big video. Can we please tell man breaks into the wrong house? I mean, it's just, I mean, shout your thoughts when you saw this video. I mean, because this could have been any of us. This could have been your house. This could have been mine. It really could have been. Well, the the one thing I, I the first thought in my head was this can't be down south or somewhere in Texas because he'd be killed. Yeah, I mean, if you do this shit in Texas, dude, they're gonna fucking light your ass. You Florida Swiss cheese, Florida. Yeah, Swiss yeah. cheese your whole body. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, I think this is Maryland from the oh my god, they hit our daughter with a hit and run. So here's what I think happened though. And B show, I, I tell me what you think of this. I think the kid, they have a teen driver, got in an accident. The guy was probably a dick to the kid, and the guy left, gave them a bullshit address. The kid went home and told the parents. The parents went bananas, and everything just goes downhill after that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Cause like imagine your kid gets in an accident and like hit and run, oh, almost killed. Yeah. I'd be fucking pissed too. Well, it seems like the kid was in the car. The kid was fine, um, you know, because she's like, Haley, is this the guy? <laughs> oh, my God. He's a contractor. He's sorry. This is a big dude, Sha. And look at these, Sha, look at these curtains. Look it looks like curtains. it's Halloween time. It, I'm scared. I'm scared already. And it I don't know. Halloween a, day, this guy fucking. Could have been Halloween, guys. Guys, it could have been Halloween. This blanket know. has bats and shit on it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah okay. Wow, this is like this is a couple that doesn't seem like they're very confrontational. Like you could tell from how they're talking to the guy, right? Yeah. I, this is scary shit. I mean, I, this guy kicked a door yeah. down to a home. He kicked it in. He's a big show. He's burly. I, I I was I was laughing when I first saw it because I think I had that sweatshirt. <laughs> Bisho, like you and him could swap outfits. Um... Like he's got a burly outfit on. I've never been to Maryland, just letting everybody know in case they think it's me. Well, I, I think this is keeping it real goes wrong. I think this is a part of just like the Chris Rock thing where everybody goes, if we'll slip stop me, I, like, Shad, don't you think this is now f- we've gone full keeping it real go wrong now? Like it's just a regular part of life. 
Yeah, I mean, look at Disney. Disney's doing the same shit. They're trying to keep it real too much, and it's it's going downhill. They're <laughs> trying to make every character fucking Pakistani and Indian and Black and Native American and everything else. But yeah, man, we're we're uh, but I don't I don't know if this is a new concept with keeping it real goes wrong. I think there's just cameras everywhere now, and with easy access to cameras on your phone, everything is being captured way more often. Yeah, and release and honestly, everybody commenting on it, sharing it. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, th- this this guy's life is ruined. I mean, him and his wife, every like millions of people have seen this. I mean, they're they're lucky this kid. Now, now let me ask you guys a question before we uh, wrap up. Would you have gotten this guy arrested? I don't know that I would have. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know that I would have. I would have taxed the fuck out of him. You would. You would. You'd sue him. Taxed the shit out of this guy. I wouldn't want him to go to jail because I because well because I've been that guy, you know, and I and I'm wrong. <laughs> But I, you would you would you have him arrested? No, no, I would have just taxed him. B show, would you have had him arrested? No, I'd have just told him either fix it or pay for it because I'm a dad too. But that's what I'm saying. Like like my like my my dad shit kicked in. But I would not have kicked the door in. I would have called the cops and said, "This dude had a hit and run with my kid. I want to go to the house. I'm not I'm not I'm not like you know raging lunatic." And I don't know what, by the way, uh, I don't know what's going to happen when I show up to the house. I don't know. The guy could be waiting for me with a gun. The guy could be three times as burly as me. You know, he could be BBBBB show Brian Burley. I mean, he could be like triple B Burley. I mean, this guy's but I just, an idiot, though, because, I mean, yeah. him just showing up without a weapon to somebody's house, that gives him. He's a big guy. He kicked the fucking dude, door in, shot. Dude, but that's a license to kill if you show up in my house and you're yeah. in my house. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? You could be 400 pounds and shoot the shit out of you. And yeah. threatening. Legally. So it's not like you just came in oh, by yeah, the yeah, shot. Yeah, they wouldn't come yeah. outside, so he kicked the door in. That's what I'm saying. You kicked yeah. my door in, dude? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? You Felony. You shoot the hell out of this guy. Breaking and entering with, with, with the intent. By the way, not only is it breaking and entering, it's breaking and entering with the intent to do bodily harm. That's a felony. Yeah, I mean, there's no confusion. He's threatening them behind the window. It's not fucking yeah. like he was confused. Like, they knew he was going to try to harm them. Oh, so. yeah. He 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 proclaimed harm. I will say this, though. The biggest crime here really is the abuse of that uh, of that North Philly uh, Baltimore accent. I mean, that really is the crime. You know, the way you say home. Come outside home, like, of your home so I can kick your ass. This, well, I don't know where this home thing We don't home. say home. 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 home, it's home, Sha. I don't know where the fuck. I don't know. You say home, they say home. No, dude, I don't. I don't. Home. I've never it's heard home. In Pennsylvania. Watch say some home. of the wire. Watch some of the wire. You'll That's hear Baltimore, it. man. That's not. This Detroit. is America, right? But it's part of Philly. It's part. has like no, that Philly. Baltimore, we heard it. The Philly accent. We heard it in the Baltimore woman in the pizzeria. And Philly have nothing. To we do heard it from the woman last week in the pizzeria. No, it has nothing to do with each other. My father is home right now. She said the same shit. No, nah, man. That might be her in the video shot. That could be her. Maybe this is her husband. Nah, Maybe Haley don't, is. Don't her mix daughter. me up with Baltimore, bro. We have nothing to do with Baltimore. Oh, it's fine. You're. It's. It's the silly whites. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up. We got a lot to get to on Patreon. Uh, you're gonna want to go to Patreon.com/backslash/BreakTheApp for the inflation-busting low, low, low price of just five dollars. Probably head on over there. We got a good crew of people waiting there for you. 
We got, we're going to name them right now. We got people like Barry Cope and Perry Singh and David Car David Caranco, Roberto, Jamie Sterling, David Solano, Rob Sabalas, Shai Lu, Cassie Singh, E-Rock V1, Roxy, Kimmy Kincaid, Joe, Vince C.G., who's A.G., Mr. Isaacs, Bob Fernando, Nate Tabber, Johnny Florida, J.R. is there, Charlie, Digital Lizard, Papa Mike Brown, Brandon McIntyre, Carrie Goldberg, Sal Felix is there, uh, Gary Thorpe, Vic Condor, John Hanif, Justin Ludwig, our good buddy Anthony Alston's hanging out with us, Leonard Van Dune, he's with us, Cushion Pusher, MJW Games, Larry Trailer, Michael Randy, Joe Punches, Dirk Counter Punches, Legendary Don Tony is with us, Jarrett Maloney, Walter Falani, Galactic Wrestling Federation, Tyler Simpson, Austin Red, Steve Shaw, Stephen Teasdale, my good buddy Marquise Johns is in the building, Ruben is with us, Joe Stello Echoes, Ronald Anderson, Adam Bragoni, Emmanuel Rojas, Jeff Lippman, J.B. Buff Bell, Jarek Braxton, Kevin Mathurin, Michael Smith, Rivers, Joe Hansen, Jude, Matt, Felix Ortiz, Chuck, J.T. FKA Cloudy, Joseph Morrow, Chris Matthews, Cherry Jesus, the artist, he's formerly known as Roxy Mike, White Sox Sal, John, the Purple Haze, Danny Douglas, Paul Stockwell, Fatty316, James Grusin, Daniel Clark, Deliverance, Christopher Kane, and the adorable one himself, Jusifer Yarsifer. And uh, again, go to patreon.com backslash break the app. We're going to get to our pluggy plugs. We're going to plug Deathmatch Outlaws, the Drew Yarsifer Show, the Cassette Classics 86 on YouTube, the Down Under Thundercast, Don Tony holding it down over there on YouTube. Necromaniacs podcast. You got to check them out every week. The Human Experience podcast. And of course, my friends over at Ringsiders Wrestling on YouTube. Mojo and Dirk's most dastardly show, The Garden of Doom. Off the mat, the old guy metalcast, funkbetty.com. Spring is coming. Spring into the we got we got spring coming. You can go to funkbetty.com and get some lovely spring clothes right up right now. MJW Games is with us. Cherry Jesus is on YouTube. I just heard some music from Cherry Jesus. Pretty damn good. Red River Podcast, our good buddy Sam, his band Playing Dead. Sam just got interviewed by Moby. I don't know if you guys saw that. Mo the Moby. Sam did an interview with Moby. Did you guys see that? No, that's cool as hell, though. Very cool. Did you see that by B Show? Yeah, I didn't see the interview yet, but I saw that he did. It just what Sam's doing every week blows my mind, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And of course, check out his band Playing Dead. Check out Bayou Geeks, our good friend Fatty 316, the High Mox Podcast, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. And of course, we got the weekly detour with our good friend Anthony Allison, his good friend Teddy, Guns and Geeks Podcast. Shaw, all the kids are asking me, what's going on at Planet Mondo this week? Well, before I tell you that, we, we forgot two names. I think you skipped over two names. One, oh, one Cockboy. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Cockboy. I'm sorry. And also Jeffrey Hess. We missed. Mr. Hess, I thought I got Jeffrey Hess, and I apologize to Cockboy and Jeffrey Hess. Uh, Jeffrey Hess and Cockboy, my apologies. And also, Dirk, I don't know if this got lost last week, but um, Dirk said the high marks is now called the totally inappropriate sports. Oh, podcast. we have to we have to update that. My goodness, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, shout out to the Bayou Geeks. I just said oh, a, shout out, of course, to our good friends over there. Our piece for them for their uh, yeah. Podcast. I saw that today. I checked that out today. But shout, tell the kids about Planet Mondo. Uh, I'm doing a another guest panel thing on on youtube i'm get, i keep getting invited to these that's random thing. panels now um so that's gonna be on that's gonna be two uh nick anna nicole smith movies i think like anna nicole smith titty movies the skyscraper wow. movie yeah so we're doing two of those we're doing a double feature oh, of that. i remember that movie so check that out that's gonna be on uh tony of the dead's channel on youtube and mm -hmm. i believe it's the end of the month so I'll, I'll plug the exact date next week but it's at, it's at the end of the month so got a couple uh couple weeks ago but uh okay. yeah check out palimano on, on fucking youtube um i just got monetized youtube is taking their time fucking uh yeah. giving me the green light though they keep they, you know it's I a persian it. thing i think it's a Persian. I think, thing. yeah it's racism dude it's racist it's racist, racist. they're gonna replace you with a sassy uh androgynous um uh lithuanian that's what they're gonna do 
Can I should just like color my nails and do a YouTube video and then I'll get my maybe maybe so. B show, you got a lot going on at bshowbrian.com. Yeah, I think either tonight or tomorrow I'm gonna record a little bit of a deep dive on the Scream franchise because I hit it up pretty hard about a year ago. I did a retro review and, and beat it up, but I watched Scream Four and I watched the reboot Scream Five this weekend, and I gotta say. They kind of won me over a little bit. So I'm going to go into Scream 4, Scream 5 is reviews, and also talk about the franchise and how it's kind of changed in general. So that should be out sometime this weekend, hopefully in time for the premiere. Okay. And I've got a couple other things I'm working on, but I've been super busy lately. So we'll see if they actually come to fruition. And I'm going to be guesting, uh, guesting on the Garden of Doom. The Garden late, of Doom. Yeah, in like late that. May. I pulled, you know, I dusted off some of the conspiracy things a couple of weeks ago, and Jeff oh, hit me lovely. up. So. Oh, all yeah. right. Well, well, he's a good friend of ours, a good friend of the show. Shout out to the lippity lip 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 lip. And of course, we want to thank you guys for joining us on the free. We're gonna have an awesome time over at Patreon. You can join us for five bucks. We'll see you over at Patreon and next week on the show. Too far along. The previously unreleased album by Synthetic Sixteen is now available on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Music. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.